Welcome to the podcast where I invite you on a journey to explore meaning, vulnerability and purpose through the lens of a life lived in geekdom. I'm David Monteith and I am the Naked Geek. Welcome back to the boudoir. And today's tipple is a beer. Another one I had on tour. You're probably getting the idea. This is why answers end up being alcoholics because you finish a show, you're knackered. What's to do next? You go have a drink. You just decompress with each other. And it just happens a lot. I'm not an alcoholic. It's just, you know, I'm taking the opportunity to try craft beers that I don't normally come across. That's what's going on. And I don't need to explain myself to you. I don't. Sharp. All right. I'm moving on. What am I talking about? So this beer is from the Siren Brewery. And the reason I tried it is because you genuinely cannot go wrong with a Siren beer. This one is called One In, All In. It's a red ale. It gets its name because the creators like rugby and got breweries in from Ireland, Scotland and Wales to collaborate on a beer they could drink while watching rugby. Yeah. Now, I've recently grown to really appreciate red beers. I feel like they're this mid-ground between like a, a lighter stout and a lager for me, which means they, because I've stopped drinking lagers really, but it means that that means it has a nice, flavorful and distinct, mostly malty flavor, while retaining a certain refreshingness that can be sacrificed in some of the darker beers. And this one was no exception. It had this sweet meatiness that gives it its body, but a slightly fruity crispness to it that's not overshadowed by excessive hoppiness. And it hit the spot. There we go. Siren. One in, all in. Anyway, what are we talking about today? So, we are coming to the end of season one of The Naked Geek, and there's only one episode left, which means that this is my last solo episode and also my third attempt to get to the point of the Justice League comics 156 and 157. I've talked about it twice now. I got distracted in episode 14 and then again with the same result in episode 17. So here's the point. This probably isn't going to be a long one because it's not a big point. Um, but you will need to listen to episode 17 to understand it because I'm not going to go over re go over the story again. It's all there in episode 17. I was struck by an image towards the end of the story and it has stayed with me my entire life. It happens when Maori or Siren, as she's called, the oceanic goddess of love, is returned to the five-headed statue of which she, which she has to be a part of for the next thousand years. Now, the comic ends with the wedding of Ray Palmer, the Atom, to his fiancée, Jean Lauren. And as they drive away to start their nuptial bliss, Barry Allen, the Flash, is talking to Solovar, a gorilla from Gorilla City, which is a city of talking gorillas. Because, you know, why not? Anyway, Barry is musing on the nature of love and the difference between that and the siren's call. And he says this. Despite all the pain she caused... Everyone needs someone to love. A few of us are fortunate enough to find that someone. But Maori has no one now. And for a goddess that feeds on love, that's as close as an immortal can come to the torments of hell. I was raised to think like that, to identify with the internal torments of others, to recognize that every behavior comes from somewhere, that every expression of negativity is a sign of insecurity or pain or confusion or lostness. In fact, one of the things that I truly believe about my children is that if they're crying, if they're in a mood, if they're being a bit of, annoyance, of an annoyance, 
is because they're trying to tell me something they don't know how to tell or don't even know how to express within themselves. There's always, always a reason. As an actor, I can't stand divas because I think the art of acting gives you the opportunity to take the time to get into someone else's head, to find a commonality, however small, to increase your understanding of humanity. I consider that a precious gift. And as such, I get really annoyed with those that squander it. I also find myself getting annoyed with actors who don't take the time to understand others outside of their acting, outside of their roles. It's the whole point of acting, to understand others. Why are we not implying that to the rest of our lives? I don't... Anyway, sorry, didn't mean to go off on one there. Um, Now, the last image of this comic haunted me at the time and never really left my head. It is the screaming face of a woman with no hope. The caption underneath it reads, In the dark depths of the Pacific... The fifth face of a bizarre statue seems to silently scream. The thought of being trapped for a thousand years in a version of hell disturbs me, even though she is a villain. She caused men's death and turned loved ones violently against each other and would have used all around her for her own twisted ends. And yet I feel sorry for her. It's because... Even though I'm aware of her evilness, like Barry, I took the time to try and understand her. It allows me to process the state of human nature, to understand the world just a little better, to maybe help prevent whatever it is that made her what she became. Am I advocating her freedom? No, because it would probably mean the end of us all and I'm not that stupid. But I get where she's come from and my empathy is engaged. I remember watching a movie about some savage, horrible little street brute. I mean, it was horrible. And at the end of the film, he's got his most violent face on and he leaves his house to do someone some serious damage. Now, the camera follows him, focusing on his rageful face until suddenly he ducks under a covered area and isolated from the world, he he breaks down, crying, sobbing like a baby. And then, getting face back on and he's off to hurt someone. There is no explanation given other than the obvious pain and desperation and lostness filling his life that is expressed in a savage way. And he only breaks for that moment. Now, he does need removing from society for his protection and society's. But I feel for this man-child trapped in this prison of his own hate and pain, unable to break free because he is so enraged. And he's not alone. There is a reason that... um, people behave the way they do and they're complex and they are many and as someone who spent years working in the social sector I see those reasons again and again and again and I feel that people are outside that just see that one thing and no people should pay for what they have done but that doesn't mean we shouldn't take the chance to engage with them to understand what's going so we can prevent more of the same what empathy does for me is it allows me to see past my instinctual reaction. It enables me to understand why humanity is in the state it's in. And I'm relieved that it does, because no matter how confusing it is to feel for proper villains, it means that I've kept my humanity. And in the words of Booker T. Washington, who was born into slavery in the 1850s and fought his way up from there to to amazing places, he said, I will never allow anyone to darken my soul by making me hate them. Yeah, those are words that I try to live by. So somehow Maori, the goddess of love, while written to show her own twisted version of love, 
actually helped me to keep my love alive through her suffering, through her terrible scream. Power of comics, huh? Thank you for joining me in the boudoir. And I have one favour to ask. Write a review. Post it somewhere. That's all. Just do it. If you've enjoyed this season of The Naked Geek or episode in particular, come and tell me. Come to the Facebook group. Let me know. Let everyone know. Let's get conversations going about the things that we've raised over it. Uh, join me in the boudoir next week when I chat to Mark Meir, the famous Commander Shepard from the amazing space opera computer game Mass Effect. Until then, I'm David Monteith, The Naked Geek. <laughs>